if you have a story you would like to hear featured on this podcast, please go to AsTheRavenDreams.com and click the button to submit your story. Also, if the platform you're listening on has the option to rate this podcast, please consider doing so. And thank you. It's necessary to explain that my culture has restrained me or any member of my family that witnessed this event from ever telling anyone but our immediate family members about what happened. However, I now understand that we made a mistake. I can remember a majority of my childhood, from being put in a car seat to pulling out the pots and pans in the kitchen as a baby. I can remember my father holding me as he cooked hamburger meat, and the Happy Meal toys my older brothers received. So, when I was three years old, I drowned in my uncle's pool after chasing a ball. My grandfather asked my brothers and I if we knew how to swim. He asked, jokingly, when we first arrived at my uncle's house. But being a child, I thought that I could, having seen it done on television. Anyway, I would carry my favorite toy around with me, and later that day, while I was playing in the hot tub, it slipped from my hand and fell to the bottom of the tub. My cousin, two older brothers, and I were standing on the seat of the tub when it fell, and the heat and bubbles prevented me from being able to put my head underwater. I asked my cousin to get it for me, but he ignored me. So, I assumed that he was intentionally ignoring me in order to steal my action figure. Therefore, once we left the hot tub, I was determined not to leave his house empty-handed, and I decided to take his ball as recompense for my G.I. Joe. I ended up kicking it as I ran towards it, and it bounced away from me towards the pool. And chasing after it, I fell into the pool and drowned. I've been able to lucid dream and astral project ever since, but because I was so young, I thought that was normal. I have night terrors accordingly, but one night when I was a little older in Long Beach by the border of Compton, where the Big Donut is, my grandparents, mother, and two older brothers were driving home, stopped at a stop sign, when I thought I saw the moon behind the trees. I suddenly noticed that the moon was actually behind a house. I was used to seeing this from my dreams, but at this point I was in a station wagon. I looked harder at what I thought was the moon, and I saw that it was really just a ball of light, until it stopped glowing. It dimmed and became a ship, silently hovering and slowly spinning in place. It was a real ship. The bottom looked like a computer motherboard with lights running towards the center of it. I told my mom, and after a moment I got them to look because they didn't believe me at first. They got really scared, and my grandmother drove away as fast as she could. But it followed us, and they got even more terrified. Someone else had to have seen it too, because we were speeding down the neighborhood as fast as we could, but we could not lose it. The car was really loud as we ran, but a voice said, No, look at it. And I saw that it was technology. Real technology, and a real ship. 
and as it pursued us, my mom got scared and made us close our eyes and pray. When we opened my eyes, because my family refused to look at it, they asked me if it was still there, and it wasn't. Believe me or not, I don't care. This is what happened to us. And we've experienced other situations that could be considered hauntings, like electronic toys and equipment working on their own without any sort of power supply. This glitch happened about several years ago where I live in Central Texas. Almost every Sunday after church, my family would eat at TGI Fridays. On one of these Sundays, we happened to see our friend Jesse, who sometimes attended our church, sitting at the bar and eating. We tried to get his attention by calling out to him, but it was his friend sitting next to him that finally nudged him and told him we were calling him. Jesse started walking over to us, and it was only when he was about 20 feet away that I realized it wasn't actually him. I mean, it could have been his twin, because he had to be so close for me to see that it wasn't exactly him. Of course, I was very embarrassed, and I apologized, telling him that he looked so much like our friend Jesse. For the record, Jesse has his own look. Tall, thin, broad shoulders, a widow's peak, and the guy was even wearing a green and white striped shirt, such that our friend often wore. But that's not the weirdest part. The weirdest part is this. He was especially confused, because, as he had said, my name is Jesse. Another strange event happened sometime later at that very same TGI Fridays, I spotted a hostess that I immediately and excitedly began to wave to. She'd been a friend, or at least a good acquaintance, with whom I'd hit it off. But she didn't notice me, so I stopped waving. And then I realized I couldn't really tell how I knew her. I didn't know her name, I didn't recall having ever met her, but for some reason... My initial glimpse of her brought out that reaction. Well, it turned out that she was a server, not a hostess, and she ended up being our server. I wasn't going to pretend that I knew her anymore and make a fool of myself, so I sat patiently while she took our drink orders. She took my dad's drink order first, and then she turned to me. Her eyes immediately got huge, and she said, I know you. How do I know you? She had the very same intense reaction that I'd had to seeing her earlier. But when we went over every possible way that we could have met, there was no way that our paths had crossed. We covered all bases. We did end up becoming Facebook friends that day, just from having felt such a strong connection. I started joking with friends about there being something mystical at this particular TGI Fridays. Because of this double Jesse incident, I started calling it Doppelganger Fridays. My BFF and I went there one night specifically, just to see if we could spot anyone else's doppelganger. Before I even got there, my BFF immediately saw a co-worker of ours with his wife and kids. 
It took her a bit to realize it wasn't him, but it looked just like him. Red hair, sunglasses on his head, and his two boys were that same age that our co-worker's kids are. It's not quite as strange as our other two stories, I guess, but I still wonder about this particular restaurant. I have a bit of a silly glitch that I wanted to share with you, as it was weird and I really don't know what to make of it. It's not scary at all, it's not even that eventful, and I'll try not to make it too long, but it's the only glitch that I've had happen to me, so I guess I'm a bit excited to share it. I've never experienced anything paranormal or anything, so this was a bit of a shock. To start it off, I guess I should explain the situation a little bit. I live in an apartment with my cousin so it's just me and her that are ever here. She doesn't really bring anyone over, I don't bring people over, so there's no way that a third party is involved in what happened. I'm a bit of a water snob, I don't like tap water at all. The tap water here is too hard, and when I drink it, it gives me really bad tonsil stones, which is just gross, so I don't drink it. I used to buy cases of water bottles, but I started feeling bad about all the plastic waste that I was producing, so I instead bought one of those big 5-gallon jugs from Walmart. It's one of the ones that you can bring back to Walmart and pay to refill with the Primo brand water, which is very heavily filtered. I also bought a water pump for it from Amazon for like $15, and I keep the jug in my room on my desk. It's been an absolute godsend for me, and it makes a lot less waste. So, I'm happy. My cousin isn't like me at all when it comes to this kind of stuff, and she makes fun of me for it, meaning she doesn't come into my room to use it or anything like that. I also have about 20 bottles of water in my room for the times when the big jug gets empty and I need to go to Walmart to fill it, just as a kind of temporary backup. Okay, that all put out there, here's the glitch. Last week, I was homesick for most of the week. I caught a bug that thankfully was not COVID, but it was enough to knock me down for three days. I'm grateful that I had the sick time and was able to stay home because I was miserable. During this time, I ended up drinking a lot of water, because I was feeling non-stop thirsty. Unfortunately, on day two of me being sick, I ended up drinking the last of my five gallons. Feeling like I was, I wasn't going to go to Walmart to refill it yet, because I didn't think I would be able to carry it out of the store full without falling over. I took the pump off, replaced the cap on the bottle, and pulled my case of water bottles out from under my desk so that I had them easily accessible. I got through one or two of those bottles before passing out for the night. Here's where the glitch happened, and I honestly cannot explain it. When I woke up the next morning, I was groggy, a bit out of it, but I got up and went to the bathroom to do my routine. When I came out, 
I reached for a bottle of water, which was sitting on my desk right by my five-gallon jug, but paused. The jug that was emptied just the night prior was now about a third of the way full. I swear I stared at it for like five minutes, trying to piece together the whole situation. I know it was empty. I had tilted it to suck all the water out of it with the pump, and it was completely dry. I had taken the pump off to put it on the USB charger, which I only do when it's empty, yet it was sitting there in front of me with close to two gallons left. The pump was still plugged in, and the cap was still on it, so it wasn't like I just imagined taking it off when it was empty. A few things to kind of cover the logical possibilities. First, I know for a fact that it was completely empty. It's obvious when it's empty. The bottle weighs nothing. You can see the water level as the plastic is clear with a slight blue tint. Plus, like I mentioned, I had tilted it to get the last of the water out. If it still had two-ish gallons in it when I was using it, I would not have been able to do that. One thought that I had was maybe my cousin had refilled it, but that wouldn't make sense. When you refill it, you pay for the full five gallons. So for her to sneak into my room while I'm asleep, grab the water jug, take it to Walmart, pay for five gallons of water, and then fill it with two, and then sneak it back into my room without me noticing, it just doesn't work. The water that was in it was definitely not tap water. It was absolutely the filtered water that comes from the Primo machines. I tested it with my little PPM meter that I have from back when I had a zero water pitcher, which got broken when we moved in, and the meter read that it was 12, versus the couple hundred PPM that comes from the sink. I did this because I also had that thought that maybe she'd filled it with the sink water just to mess with me. I also asked her if she'd filled it, and she told me that she hadn't. If she was playing a prank... I feel like she would have fessed up to it. Otherwise, there was no reward for the risk. So, by the end of this, I had two gallons of water in my jug, with no way for it to have been filled. But yet it was. Like I said, this isn't scary at all, I know. Just really weird, and I really cannot explain it. If anyone has any thoughts, I would love to hear them because I'm at a point where I'm 99% certain that this is a glitch in the Matrix, albeit a rather boring one. I believe what I experienced was more like a flicker in the Matrix. I say it's a flicker because it was almost like I was flipping back and forth between parallel realities or something like that. The whole day started off when my alarm goes off at 4am. I turn off the alarm, swing my legs over the side of the bed, and immediately snap my fingers, signaling my dogs to come with me to go outside. When I returned to our room, I was stunned to see my wife sleeping in our bed. The reason I was surprised is because my wife was working the graveyard shift at the hospital. 
I'm a thousand percent sure that she was working that night, because I distinctly remember staying up late to text her, and she was not in bed when I fell asleep. I think she heard me moving around and woke up. I asked her if she left work early for some reason. She just stares blankly and says, Babe, I was home with you all night last night. Freaking weird, obviously. But I'm still half asleep and need to get to work, so I shrug it off. Maybe I just misremembered. I was running late for work, so I'm, like, zooming, get to work, and immediately jump out and hustle to the door, only to find the door locked. I proceeded to try every single door, and they were all locked. I finally started to look around, and I noticed that there were barely any cars. I call my boss and ask if we were closed for some reason. When he picks up and he says, What are you talking about? You know we don't open until 5.30. I'm like, yeah, exactly, it's 5.30. Where is everyone? He's like, look at your phone. It's 4.30. And when I look, he's correct. I'm positive that my alarm said 4am when I woke up. It uses geolocation to give you the right time zone, so I definitely didn't change it. So, what the hell? I don't have time to go all the way back home and all the way back, so I just recline in my car and wait. Once we finally open up, I bring my thermos of coffee, go inside, and get my assignment for my supervisor. I drop my coffee stuff at the workstation and realize I need to run back out to my car for headphones and chargers. I go grab my cables, specifically making sure I had both the black one and the white one since I needed both. I started walking back towards the building, and I don't get 10 feet from my car when I look down at the cords in my hand and realize I don't have the black one. I turn back to my car and walk the exact same path, checking the ground for figuring that I dropped it. It's nowhere to be found. I start shining my flashlight under cars and searching inside my own vehicle, and still, nothing. I was really freaking bothered and annoyed by it, so I started searching the entire lot and expanding circular patterns. Absolutely nothing. Rationally, it can only be in three places. Inside my car around or under my car, or in the ten-step path that I took before turning around. There was nobody even near me or my car that might have picked it up. No animals or anything to run off with it. I never heard anything, and there was no wind. Like I said, I literally only walked ten steps from my car, there is no rational explanation, it just literally vanished into the ether when I turned around. This happened a few months ago, and I still check the lot every morning to see if it's re-emerged. Nothing so far. And, lastly, after I finally went back inside, I got a call from my wife. That was weird because she was sleeping when I left. I pick up and ask if anything is wrong. She says no, but then says that she's on her way home from work, and wanted to call me to keep herself awake on the drive home. I'm like, what? 
I just saw you sleeping in our bed when I left. And she has no clue what I'm talking about. I legit thought that I was losing my mind. Last weekend, my family and I stayed in a house at the coast to celebrate my mother's 70th birthday. We arrived Friday evening and decided to go out to breakfast Saturday morning. The restaurant we chose was a Grateful Dead-themed restaurant called Grateful Bread. My husband and I have been there a few times and love their delicious menu. Since we were a party of seven, we were split up between two tables. I sat at a table with my husband and father, while my son, mother, sister, and her boyfriend sat at another. My husband and I sat facing the bakery counter and whiteboard with the daily specials written on it. Written on the board was the quiche of the day, which was a spinach, ham, broccoli, and cheddar quiche. It sounded great, so I ordered it. When the quiche arrived, the top was completely covered in layers of cheddar. It was delicious. Nice chunks of ham and large, steamy broccoli bits. As I was eating, my husband said casually, Hey, looks like you got the last piece of the quiche. I looked up and see the waitress erasing the quiche from the whiteboard. She then wrote in another quiche, which was a mushroom, onion, and zucchini option. I told my husband that I was happy that we came early enough because I would not have ordered that. I don't like mushrooms or zucchinis. I go back to eating, and as I load up my fork, I realize there's no longer cheese on the top of my slice of quiche, and it's filled with mushrooms and zucchini. Wait, what just happened? I asked my husband, showing him my food. He was dumbfounded. My husband is the type of guy you see in horror movies that is always trying to convince his wife that the obviously haunted house is just old and creaky. He's very practical, and even he claimed that this must have been a glitch. When I showed my dad, he just made a joke about triply grateful dead. When we left the restaurant and I told the rest of my family, they tried to explain it away. My sister said the quiche must have been half and half. The only problem with that logic is the way the food was split up. Mushrooms in the back, broccoli in the front of the slice. And what happened to the cheese? Maybe I'm overthinking it, but it was extremely strange. What do you think? Hello, Raven. My husband and I are longtime listeners, and you're usually the last thing we listen to as we fall asleep. Well, thank you. Well, this story is a little bit different than the usual glitches. Ever since my husband and I got together 11 years ago, we've had your everyday glitches happen more times than we can count. We're talking keys, wallet, phone, pen, insert item name here going missing and then turning up where we know for a fact it never could have been. Or we'd already checked multiple times to know it was never there. Sometimes it would happen once a month, sometimes once a week. 
and at one point after my mom passed away almost three years ago, it was happening multiple times a day. Recently, whatever entity has been having fun with this has decided to finally start messing with my sister. All three of us live together. She's never had anything like this happen before. She's 38. And these things didn't happen to neither my husband nor myself until we started hanging out. But that's just a little backstory for this one. Every time we had a misplaced item, it was just that. An item. But this day was going to be different. Around April, May of 2022, my husband and I had a pretty big argument. I can't even remember what it was about, but I know it was something trivial. We were all still dealing with my mom's sudden passing the year before, and had other family drama going on just adding to our stress. So we just had a moment where we blew up at each other and we each went to our corners, so to speak. I won't say to cool off, this was one of those stupid arguments where neither of us wanted to admit we were wrong and apologize, so we just stormed off. After a few hours, my sister comes to ask me if I knew where my husband was, since he was supposed to give her a ride to the store, but she couldn't find him. The car was here, and she also couldn't reach him on his phone. I pull the phone out and do the find my for his phone. He has a bad habit of forgetting where he puts his phone or the car keys, so we keep location services on and have an air tag attached to the car keys. I find his phone with his wallet and keys in the garage, so we know that he didn't go anywhere. We don't have a big house, just two floors, so there's not too many places he could be. After searching the house and yards, we still don't find him. I'm just about to start calling people that he may have tried to walk to, or called for a ride, when we hear someone calling out from the laundry room. Something to know about this room, the door is a bit warped so it sticks really bad. There's no way to open or close it completely without everyone in the house hearing it. My sister and I had already checked this small room that only has the washer, dryer, and desk for sewing crafts and a chair. We turned out the light, closed the door completely, and moved on. When we heard the voice coming from the laundry room, the door was still closed tight. We hadn't even left the downstairs, and the light was still off. We opened the door and turned on the light to find my husband sitting in the room, looking like he just woke up from an awkward nap. He had no idea how he'd gotten in there, and he was not there when we had checked. The last thing he remembered was putting his phone, wallet, and keys on the workbench in the garage, and then waking up in the dark not knowing where he was, and he started to call out. So, like I said, items disappearing and reappearing are commonplace for us, but my husband disappearing and reappearing? I only hope that it does not happen again. So, this just happened to me a few weeks ago, and I finally got the chance to sit down and write this out. I've been going on some dates here and there, trying to find someone to spend the holidays with. 
I matched with this one guy and we started talking pretty quickly. He was really nice and funny and his quips and way of talking actually reminded me of myself. I thought that we jived really well, so when he asked for the first date, I was pretty excited. Onward to the first date, which was a little over a month ago. We had a great time. He told me about how he worked at some big data company, like he worked on servers or something for them. He joked about his family because he was smack dab in the middle of a whopping nine kids, but talked about how he didn't want kids. I don't either, so I thought that that was a relief. He talked about where he lived and how he had a weird neighbor, and again, made a long joke about how he acts like he's undercover and made up this whole story about him. He told me about one of his favorite hobbies, which was resin work. He made custom dice, containers, vases, all sorts of things. In fact, he showed me a keychain that he'd made. Overall, it was a great night, and I was already preparing for a second date with him. We continued talking, and we had a date planned, but then I got sick, so we had to postpone. We finally got to have our second date, and that's when things got weird. We went to a restaurant that I had never been to, but when I walked in, I immediately got this feeling of deja vu. At first I thought, okay, no big deal, that's happened before, and just proceeded to find my date in the crowd. He greeted me, and I made my way over to the table. Just like our first date, he complimented my outfit and made the same cheesy line of it matching my eyes. But then... Our conversation was the same from our first date, nearly word for word. He asked me how my day went, specifically with one of my classes. I'm taking an optional course for my work, which he also asked me on our first date. Then he asked me more about my job, the same questions that he'd asked before. I recall that because I hate having to repeat myself, like when people aren't listening, so... Normally, repeating something like that would annoy me, but he seemed to genuinely be asking, like we had never mentioned it before. So I asked about his job, phrasing it like I already knew, because I did. And I asked, you work on data servers, right? He looked at me curiously, almost as if he was trying to remember if he told me, but the way that he explained it was the exact same. He told me about his siblings, telling me the same things he told me the first time. Our conversation turned to hobbies and free time and he mentioned his resin work, and once again pulled out his keychain to show me. It was actually really unsettling at the time, and it made me think that maybe I'd had a really lucid dream or something. But he even mentioned this being our second date, so this was definitely happening for a second time. I even tried to see if I could sway the conversation, and I asked about the restaurant since I wasn't familiar with it, but he would then end up asking me questions from our first date, and it would go right back to where we were. It was such a weird feeling, and I couldn't understand what was happening. I eventually stopped trying to fight it, and just went along with the night, pretending like I had never heard the things that he was telling me. 
and like I never told him the things I did that night. When we finished for the night, he walked me to my car and we talked about getting together again, and I agreed. He was still a great guy, but that date was just... odd. We've been talking ever since, and he suggested another date. This time, not at a restaurant, so I'm hoping that it won't happen a third time. But the whole date still confounds me, and I have no explanation for it. I haven't heard of whole days or conversations being repeated in that sense, but it definitely seems like a glitch, or a replay in reality. I'll let you know if our third date repeats, because I may have to ask him about it too. And hopefully it confirms that I'm not crazy. Okay, so I've never been particularly convinced that we are living in a simulation, but I came across this topic months ago, and it has fascinated me ever since. A few months ago, I had a bit of a strange experience that I still cannot explain, and I figured I would share it here, so here goes. For some context, I do not do any drugs and I was definitely not drunk, and I'm not someone who enjoys getting drunk. At most, I drank a glass of wine with dinner, but this happened hours after I drank my glass of wine that night, and even if it wasn't, I was still definitely not drunk. So, a few months ago, I, 21, female, was preparing for a trip to Disney World. I had done some shopping at Target before the trip, and one of the things I had bought was two, keep that in mind, containers of body scrub to have a little self-care day on the trip. I bought these weeks before leaving for the trip. I set them both on my desk and left them there. Fast forward to the day of the flight, and I was packing my suitcase. I went to go grab the body scrubs, but only one of them was there. I could have sworn that I bought two of them, and I put them both in the same place. I looked under my desk to see if it fell, but it wasn't there. So, I figured maybe it was hiding under something. My desk is kind of messy, after all. So I tore apart my desk, but still, no body scrub. I even went downstairs to see if I left it there for whatever reason, but it wasn't there either. Let me tell you, I looked every possible place that it could have been. I'm not sure how it could have happened that one body scrub was exactly where I knew I had left it, but the other one was literally nowhere to be found. This wasn't like a normal case of losing something, because normally when we lose something, it turns up eventually in a place that makes sense. I swear on my life, I looked every possible place this body scrub could have ended up but it's almost like it vanished into thin air. Eventually, I gave up and accepted that I would only be able to take one of my body scrubs to Orlando with me. It wasn't a huge deal, just annoying that I found one of the body scrubs, but not the other, even though, again, they were both on my desk. A few hours later, around 1am, I was still awake. 
I'm a night owl, so this is completely normal for me. And I found myself thinking about that dang body scrub again. I decided that it wouldn't hurt to look one more time. So, I turned my light on and tore apart my desk again. Still no body scrub to be found. The other one was packed in my suitcase, ready to go to Orlando with me, but the second one... For all I knew, it grew legs and walked away. Eventually, I just accepted defeat, knowing that I should probably go to bed soon so I could get some sleep before hopping on the plane. Continuing to look probably would have just made me more frustrated. I'm a pretty rational person, and I'm not one to come to conclusions like this, but I had no other explanation. I was almost convinced that I had somehow tricked myself into thinking I bought two body scrubs at Target that day, but I really only bought the one. I couldn't think of anything else that could have happened. If it had fallen off my desk, I would have found it under my desk. And it's not like any of my family members would have just gone into my room and stolen it because, well, they just wouldn't do that. To this day, I still have not found that second container of body scrub, and I still don't know what happened to it. But this was the strangest experience of losing something that I've ever had, that's for sure. Hello, I submitted to you a story about five months ago about my town's shopping schedule and the signal tower on my way to my old high school and current evening school. Yes, you did. And I read it. The first event goes as such, for a little refresher. There was a signal tower near my town's second cemetery and the second mass grave memorial. The tower had a steady red light that you could see only through the night. When asked, my sister, her friends, classmates, and parents say that it has always been there, but for me it hadn't. It appeared in April of 2023, and onwards. At first, I thought something bad might have happened to me on my trip to Italy. Which brings us to why I'm writing to you again. The tower has now disappeared. September of 2023 up to now, November 22nd, 2023, the tower isn't there. I've passed that road five times by now, and it was all between dusk and nighttime. There's no sign of it anywhere. I've asked my family and my sister's friend, and they cannot seem to recall such a tower ever existing. I haven't asked my classmates yet because I'm a bit scared they might think I'm losing it. And, just to add fuel to the fire, this school year feels wrong. Classes felt wrong. Relationships between my classmates felt wrong, and the behavior of the teachers are a bit odd. I have a teacher who I have struggled with being able to keep up and understanding his lessons, and his behavior towards me when I try to participate or ask questions about the classes, and the facial expressions he's making, and even some comments have made me feel as if I'm dumb. I have dyslexia and ADHD, and his lessons and way of teaching make them flare up in such an annoying way. Last year, his aura was pine green, but this year his aura was 
different. Most days it was grayish black. Until today, his aura had changed to a violet pink. To add something a bit more, the whole wrongness that I feel, I'm not the only one. My dad and my sister feel it too. Dad was the first to voice it one afternoon as we were driving to school, and he complained about how this school year feels so wrong. My sister agreed, but couldn't pinpoint why. Then, I added that I too felt that it was wrong and said that my new classroom feels unbalanced, and that our dynamic as a class is off in comparison to last year's. No one knew was added. Last year it felt like a small family, but now I sense something cold and dark. The atmosphere is tense with some classmates, and my communication with them feels far harder to achieve and for conversation to flow. It's been months. Another teachers of ours noted how we all bonded so quickly as a class, and the new second grade, we are the third grade now, hasn't come close like we had. Yes, I sense the bond between my classmates. It does feel like a family, but the dark, cold, and tense feeling is there looming over us. I hear passive-aggressive comments from classmates toward each other, or about classmates when they're not in the room, and it breathes an air of distrust in me. And to tie everything in a nice little bow, I sensed the same disconnect and dark energy in last year's third grade, when they were in the very same classroom as we are now, last year. A few of the odd things that have happened since my post about the tower are surviving COVID for the second time, eh, me too, experiencing an earthquake that felt like an explosion that pushed me from sitting on my bed to laying down on it, and with its force, I hit my head on the wall, and then throughout the day we had multiple smaller earthquakes. There have been multiple wildfires surrounding my area, and yet nothing getting harmed. Surviving a Category 5 storm while traveling across my country, which later turned into a tornado that destroyed my dad's hometown, and flooded my country with water that could fill the Sahara Desert up to 25%. Then, a week later after the storm turned tornado, at night my sister and I along with our dad were awakened by the sound and flashing of lights and thunder. A cyclone and storm were hitting our town at 3am. The sky was lit up violet and blue as we rushed to gather the laundry and seal the windows. The next day, when I referred to the events, no one knew what we were talking about. I was almost run over by a car, but my sister pulled me aside. There was an explosion that happened in my city for what reason nobody knows, and we had the northern lights appear over my country, something that hasn't happened before. All of these oddities and wrongness Yet at the same time, in some other areas of everyday life, the feeling of rightness. It has me wondering if I changed timelines again. Did I return to an old timeline? So, what do I make of these events? My only theory is that somehow any of these events killed me, returned me, or got me to an old timeline. And I say old timeline because it feels as if I have been here before. Events that I referred to my parents in the past, and they had no memory of happening, 
are now being told as if they are a staple family story. And when I try to take credit for reminding them of said event, I'm being corrected as if they always knew about it. So, any thoughts? Hi Raven, I'm a new subscriber and I've been binge-watching your videos lately. Glitch stories are some of my favorites, so I figured I would share my own story. I moved from Texas to Tennessee in 2020. After moving into our new home and getting settled, we began to notice odd happenings. We moved into a home that was built in 1986, so it was a little bit older, but had no major issues. After moving in, we noticed a lot of odd things happening that seemed a little... paranormal. Footsteps, hearing a child laughing at night, and things disappearing. The one situation that really boggled my mind was in 2021. I know it sounds silly, but I think my keys were taken to another timeline for a little while. I was getting ready to go to the store, and I went to grab my car keys from the kitchen counter where I always left them. Except, they weren't there. Hmm, that's weird, I thought. And so I checked my bedroom, my purse, the couch cushions, under the couch, the bathroom, the mudroom door that I always used to get into the house, everywhere. At this point, I was panicking because I had them when I got home from work. I had to have them because I was able to get into the house. I had my whole family searching. We looked high and low. I had work the next day, so I was about to have a full-blown panic attack. After looking through and through for an hour, we gave up. Frustrated, I said out loud, Can whoever or whatever took my keys please return them? I have an errand to run and work tomorrow, and I need my keys. Please? I took a little time to calm my nerves and eventually decided to go into the laundry room to do some wash. As I was emptying the basket into the washing machine, there were my keys, at the very bottom of the laundry basket, buried under a bunch of dirty clothes. It's not a scary glitch when compared to other people's stories, but it definitely threw me for a loop and made me question reality for a while. How did I let myself into the house, put my keys on the kitchen counter, and then they ended up buried under days worth of dirty clothes in the laundry room? I feel like something took them into another timeline or dimension for a little while, but at least they returned them after I asked. Gotta give them props for that. Earlier today, my significant other was having difficulties setting up and using a new tablet. I attempted to help, and began running into the same issues with the setup. The setup program kept telling us to insert the SIM, but it was inserted. After fiddling with it for several minutes, I realized the SIM tray is designed with two SIM slots, but the way the two are designed, it's not easily recognizable. So I began switching the SIM card over to the other slot in the tray, and shifted a little into better lighting to make sure I was getting the edges into the tray correctly. 
as I did, both the sim and the tray flipped out of my fingers. The tray landed on the bed beside me while I watched the sim card hit the floor and bounce under my nightstand. I got up, moved the nightstand, and found absolutely nothing. For 15 minutes, my SO and I looked under the bed, pillows, blankets, both nightstands, etc., and the SIM card was just gone. It had glitched out of existence. I finally even spoke that truth aloud, and we both gave up the search. Mind you, we just recently moved in here, and there is little in our room as we just finished painting and putting new flooring in. We haven't even started moving our clothes into the bedroom yet. Leaving the room, we both go work in the kitchen for a few hours painting and installing new cabinets and counters. Stopping to take a break, we both walk into the bedroom together when my SO, who was walking in front of me, stops suddenly exclaiming, There it is. Confused, I ask, There what is? To which my SO just pointed to the floor at the large open space between the foot of our bed and the dresser. The white SIM card had reappeared, in an area opposite of the direction we had both seen it go earlier, and in an area that we both had traversed several times looking for it earlier, and in an area where the white SIM card showed up very easily and noticeably against the charcoal gray coloring of the new flooring. My SO says, there's no way that was there earlier. And I just shrug, replying, well, just be grateful it glitched back and we don't have to buy another one. I hope you had your fun on your little vacay out of our reality, little SIM card. Now, just please work like you're supposed to, without issues. I... I'm not sure if I'm imagining things, or if I'm going crazy, but I believe that I just saw my future. I mean, I always wondered if people have their future selves walking around in the present, and I sometimes wonder if my future self is around too. But I think I should tell you the story now. I was just on my way home from work, I'm currently doing an apprenticeship as a metal worker, and due to some unlucky circumstances, I missed my tram and had to take the later one. When I took the next tram, I took a seat near the door, noticing a man on the opposite side of the door. I didn't pay him much attention at first, but then I noticed something. On his workwear, I could read the first initial of his first name and his full last name. That was when I realized that he had the same last name as me, while his first name also started with the same initial as my first name. After realizing that, I took a more exact look at him, and he did look quite similar to me. He had the same hair color, the same eye color, had a similar, if not the same, hairstyle that I normally have. My hair is currently longer, but normally I have it rather short. 
and even his face did look kind of similar to mine. The only real difference was that he was a bit thinner than I currently am. Of course, he was a bit older, but still, the physical similarities were there. And since I already mentioned his workwear, he was wearing blue overalls, looking similar to the ones that I was wearing. Although, I was wearing black overalls. But it was the same workwear that you would expect a metalworker to wear to work. It didn't stop there, though. He was apparently working for a craftsman company that also seems to have focus on electrical engineering. This also caused me to believe that this man could be my future self, simply because I was planning on investing two more years at my local academy of technology in order to become a state-certified technician. And while I'm currently working on becoming a metal worker, I'm also open to becoming an electrical engineer especially if my salary is a higher one then. The man apparently even lives in a part of my town, where I always wanted to live, due to the close proximity to our local botanical garden. So, yeah. I'm not sure if my mind is playing tricks on me, or if I'm just going crazy, or if I actually saw my future self there. But... I definitely wanted to share this story. So, this happened two days ago. I usually take a shower before bed every night, and at this hour, my family members, which includes my husband, my daughter, and my mother-in-law are already sound asleep. They're just two floors in our house. My daughter, mother-in-law, and I sleep on the first floor in different rooms, and my husband spends the entire day in his room on the first floor, but at night he sleeps in a room on the ground floor. And once he falls asleep, he never comes up to the first floor until morning. In case he needs to go to the washroom, there's one on the ground floor as well. I shower in the bathroom on the first floor. So when I was showering two days ago... I heard the sound of my husband clearing his throat. He has a throat infection and thus a very distinct sound of clearing his throat. Moreover, he's the only guy in the household. And the sound came from the first floor. In fact, it came from right outside the bathroom, which I was in. I called out his name, but I didn't get any reply. The next day, I asked my husband if he'd come upstairs when I was in the shower, He casually said no, and it didn't look like he was trying to scare me or anything. So, I have no idea who I heard that night. The day it happened, nothing was out of the ordinary or different. I went to my 8-to-5 job like any other day, and it wasn't until I got to the grocery store after work when things got strange. I went to my local grocery store, but it felt off. I usually see the same people, but that day was different. I saw people that I've never seen before, and even the workers were some that I've never seen. When I was picking out items, some seemed to be in another language but I assumed it was a brand change. 
Then I went to check out, and the woman cashier started to speak to me. Whatever she was speaking, it was not English or Spanish, the only two languages that I know. I started to speak to her to tell her that I didn't understand, but I started talking back to her in that language. It honestly felt like I was looking at the situation from outside my body, like I was just the soul inside and the body was talking for me. We carried a conversation for about five minutes, until I was all checked out. When I walked back to my car, I sat there for a solid ten minutes before driving off. I told my partner who I lived with at the time, and they told me to stay away from the internet, and laughed at me. I went back to that store two days later, and I saw the people I knew. The workers were the ones that I knew. The brands had their regular names on them. This happened a little over a year ago, and that memory still haunts me every day. Some people tell me that it was probably a dream that just felt like real life, but I know what I saw, and what I felt. This was not a dream. No one believes me, no matter how many details I give. So, quick background. I'm female, a preschool teacher, and I have two co-teachers with me in the same room. Each of our kids has their own hook to hang their backpacks on, labeled with their name. One day, I was taking pictures of each kid doing a specific task, which happened to be next to the backpack hooks. We have to be careful to not have any identifying things in the background other children's faces, certain names, that kind of thing, because we send pictures to their families. I took one picture of a student, let's call him Caleb. I was looking at the background, and I noticed that his name slash hook was in his picture, which I thought was a pretty cute coincidence. Now, Caleb's hook is next to another student's. Let's call her Steph. The next week, I'm looking at the hooks, and I say to my co-teacher, Hey, did you switch Caleb and Steph's names on the wall? She said no, and then looked. Their names switched places. Because we know for a fact that Caleb's hook was on the end, and it now isn't. And so we thought it was probably the other teacher or something. We asked the other teacher, and no. Then I remembered... Hey, I took pictures next to the hooks, I'll easily look at them to see their order. However, I looked on our iPad's picture album, and they weren't there. None of the photos I took of anyone were there. The ones before and after were still on the iPad, but not my specific ones. I even checked the recently deleted, and nope. So I went to Caleb's profile online where we send the pictures. His picture was there with the background cropped, but it was not the picture I took of him. He had a different hairstyle, and clothes that he's never worn before. The picture looked like a mix between outdated and futuristic. I showed it to my co-teachers, and they were just as confused and weirded out as I was. And we still have no idea what happened. 
this is a story that happened to me in 2011. At the beginning of 2011, I broke up with my boyfriend of six years in a very messy and painful end to our relationship. I was in a lot of pain for at least six months. Towards the end of the year, I started feeling better, more like the self that I used to be before that long relationship. During Christmas 2011, I visited my mom in Mexico. I live in Canada, and I try to visit my mom at least once a year. Mexico City is a mystical place, and reality alters when I visit. One day I woke up from the most wonderful dream that I'd had in years. I should say beforehand that I am a serious lucid dreamer. In my dreams I fly, I shapeshift, and I explore the many dimensions of the dream time. I studied shamanic dreaming for some years, and I spend serious time in the dream time. Sometimes I spend weeks or even months in the dream time, only to wake up the next day in waking reality. This is very confusing, and I need several hours to remember who I am in this waking world. Well, this holiday season in 2011, at my mom's place in Mexico, I spent three months in the dream time with the wonderful person that I was completely in love with. He was half Dutch, he worked with computers, and he had a reddish beard, even though his hair was brown. I felt so safe and secure and loved that I was sad when I woke up. I missed the person from my dreams, and the feelings that I was experiencing. I told the dream to my mother, remarking how strange it was that this person worked with computers since all of my previous relationships have been with artist types. Fast forward to the new year, 2012, and I met a very nice guy on a dating website. He was sweet, he was funny, and we hit it off from the beginning. We started dating the same week. Slowly, the pain for my last breakup dissolved and I was left with a very warm feeling of safety and security. Around Valentine's Day 2012, this guy grew a beard, and then I recognized him. He was the guy from my dream. He is half Dutch. He does work with computers, and his beard is reddish. Most of all, I recognized the feelings that I had felt in that dream. A love that was warm and safe. And now, we've been married for ten years. So, this happened about two or three months ago. I've been working at this hotel for seven months now, and I'm very familiar with the routine. One day I'm cleaning my rooms and I'm doing pretty well on time, and I'm in my fourth room at this point. I'm about to finish this room and it's almost break time, which means that it's almost noon. I go out to my cart to push it into that room so that it's not in the hall while I break, which is a safety precaution. I pick up my clipboard so I can bring it to my boss like we do every break, so that she can put the clean rooms into the system and, oddly enough... I haven't marked any rooms off, although I definitely remember doing them and marking them off as I went. I'm so confused at this point and think to myself, 
maybe I just forgot to mark them off after all. So, I go back to double-check the rooms as we're trained to do if we forget to mark them down, just to ensure that we don't have any uncleaned rooms left by mistake. I was in complete shock when I walked back into each one of these rooms, and none of them had been cleaned. The beds weren't made, the trash cans were still filled, etc. But they were stripped of the dirty linen, so I had definitely been in there. Just, what? Even more odd, all the doors were closed. But once we stripped the rooms of the old linen, we flipped the door stoppers to leave the door cracked for when we can come back to clean them. When we clean the rooms, we start at one end of the hall and work our way down. So... Even if I had a lapse in memory, why would I start in the middle of the hallway? Not to mention, what would I have even been doing for the last three and a half hours of work? I wasn't assigned to do anything but rooms that day, so I couldn't have been doing something else. I go down on break still confused. I give my boss my clipboard and she asked me if I was okay and why I didn't have any rooms marked off. I told her that I had thought I marked them off, just played it off as a mistake, and told her I would correct it after break. Then, I go find my work friend, let's call her Jessica, and I asked if she remembered seeing me making the bed in one of those three rooms, 304 to be exact, when she was walking down the hallway. She agreed that she did, and even pointed out that she stood at my cart and talked to me for a good two to three minutes while I was doing so. After break, I took her back upstairs and showed her those rooms, and she was in just as much shock as I was that nothing had been done in those rooms, even indicated that I was in there to clean them. A lot of weird things have happened throughout my life, but this was one of the weirdest things to happen to me yet. Was this a glitch? What do you think? I just found out about this page via a YouTube video that reminded me of this weird event that happened to me a couple of years ago. I was driving on the highway, going down the main hill in my city. Super snowy, nighttime. There's a train bridge that's above the highway that I'm approaching. Also, I'm in the left lane of two lanes. All of a sudden, I hit ice and start swerving and then spinning down the hill. I do three 180-degree rotations diagonally into the right lane. After the first 180, I clock a white car in the right lane and remember thinking, Man, I hope they don't hit me. I hope they get into the other lane. By the way, time really does slow down in accidents like this. I had enough time to think of a plan and diagram the situation out in my head and protect myself everything, because I noticed that I was going to hit the guardrail next to the cement holding up the train bridge. After another 360 spin, the car in the right lane is still in the right lane and is ever closer, and I don't have enough room to spin again. There's about a foot left before I crash. I remember thinking, is this guardrail gonna smash my window? and so I decided to just huddle into a ball and brace for impact. I also pulled my hood more over to the side of my face 
in case the glass shattered at my face. And I squeezed my eyes closed. Ten seconds go by, twenty more. I'm not sure how long, but I peeked one eye open because nothing was happening. I should have opened my eyes to a car headlight coming at me. But instead, my car is in P for park. I'm in my own lane, the left lane, and my car is facing forwards, in park. The car supposed to hit me had passed me. It was a huge WTF moment for me. I kind of assumed it was guardian spirits or angels these past couple of years, but I do love simulation theory as well, as I'm not religious. But it just never crossed my mind that this was a glitch, until I watched that YouTube video. So that was this week's collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories on the As the Raven Dreams podcast. I hope you enjoyed this collection of glitchy goodness. If you did and would like to listen to more of this, you can always check out the other episodes of the podcast or support the channel further by actually going to my YouTube channel and checking out my videos. Just go to YouTube and search As the Raven Dreams. You can also go to AsTheRavenDreams.com for lots of other good stuff ways to get early access, read stories that I've written, submit your own story, and things like that. All that said, friends, thank you very much for listening. I do hope to see you in two weeks on the next Glitch in the Matrix episode, but until then, sleep well.